The following sermon was delivered by Rev. Laurel Gray at the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. There's a tenderness to spring that I find is unlike anything else. That smell of softening earth, the sense that something is shifting. The dandelion inviting us to look around and notice a world reborn. I've been thinking about the vulnerability of opening ourselves up to a new world, to a new way of being, especially after surviving the harsh cold of grief the bitterness of loneliness and despair, the desolation after violation. I often remind people at the end of funerals that the challenge is learning how to live again once death has turned your worlds. There's a sort of confrontation to spring, the brightness of it all, the cacophony of song. It is breathtaking and beautiful and yet tentative and aching all at once. It's a season of birth of new life, both hopeful and in need of great gentleness and nurturing. And so it is with the seasons of our own spirits. Maybe your world is being reborn in some way. Maybe you are learning how to turn yourself back toward the sun after the long cold of winter. Maybe you're noticing invitations to live more courageously Moments that remind you of your deepest hopes, the longing of your spirit asking you to change, the appearance of new friends or old ghosts asking you to confront some unturned ache. Sometimes our lives do follow the seasons, and sometimes they don't. Maybe for you, spring is a season tied up with loss, or winter has never really ended. Maybe fall is the season of notebooks and new beginnings to you, and spring speaks more of endings, of grief and goodbye and graduation. The great theologian Alfred North Whitehead once wrote that insistence on birth at the wrong season is the trick of evil. Whitehead was one of the forefathers of process theology, an idea inspired by discoveries in Newtonian physics that God is not an all-powerful person, but the collective unfolding of everything in the universe. So God is coming into being just as the world is always, all together, a sort of equation, the summation of life. Insistence on birth at the wrong season is the trick of evil. And so often we find ourselves in the liminal seasons of life and death coexisting all at once. Not the abundant vibrance of summer or the cold dark of winter, but the tender, hopeful dampness of March when every coat is too thick or too thin and the crocuses grow brilliant in the dead grass. Day and night are equal now. This is a season of duality of what came before and what is yet to come, held in equal balance. The spring of earth and spirit will come in its time. It cannot be forced. So I've been wondering about the energy it takes for a single flower to bloom, 
to burst forth into being, to tip the scales back towards life when the time comes. I was hoping some biologist or physicist had put a number to that kind of boldness, but it seems to be a mystery, at least for now. Still, I marvel at the fierceness and delicacy of a single crocus, crocus blossoming from the hard frost earth. So it is with becoming, with blossoming, with life calling forth a new season in the world around us and in the world inside us. It begins in moments, in muddy paths and warm afternoons, in bursts and in waiting, in snow that doesn't stick, and the trampled tips of green shoots. There is space before everything changes. Room to sit with the enormity of a world remade. Maybe you're ready for the change, or maybe you need more time in the season of shadows. Spring will keep coming, ready for you when you too begin to find your way back to the warmth of new life. There is extraordinary vulnerability in blossoming, but so too is their extraordinary bravery. We tend to see the bravery in others and the vulnerability in ourselves, forgetting that life holds both in balance. So when the time comes, when you find yourself in a season of beginning, I hope you are steeped in grace and in wonder, humbled by the sheer fact of life returning, that great unfolding of which we are all part. I'd like to close with another reading. This is In This Time of Anticipated Spring by Teresa Cooley. In this time of anticipated spring, let us allow ourselves to extend the anticipation, to value the time of budding before blooming, of seeding before sprouting. This is a time of revelation, the revealing of that which is eternal, which we see every year, but still need to be reminded to see in a new way. There is also the revelation of that which is new. Every spring we encounter something never before seen. It is that very newness which embodies hope and potential for the wholeness which is yet to be. Let us allow spring to unfold slowly, that we may appreciate the true mystery of rebirth and renewal. May it be so, and amen. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW, or for ways to get involved, visit us online at uucsw.org. All are welcome.